Your merciful love, O God, we have received in the midst of your temple. Your praise, O God, like your name, reaches the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with saving justice. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. We offer this Mass today for the repose of the soul of Father Fred Dieters, uh, a Jesuit of uh, my province, uh, a longtime servant. He passed away yesterday at the age of 83. As we begin our celebration, let's just take a moment of quiet reflection, look in our daily lives for those moments of God's love, give thanks for his many graces and gifts. We also see that we ourselves are sinners, and so let us seek forgiveness from our Heavenly Father. You are sent to heal the contrite of heart, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners, Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Loving God, who in the abasement of your Son have raised up a fallen world, fill your faithful with holy joy. For on those you have rescued from slavery to sin, you bestow eternal gladness. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Be seated, listen to the word of God. A reading from the book of the prophet Hosea. Israel is a luxuriant vine whose fruit matches its growth. The more abundant his fruit, the more altars he builds. The more productive his land, the more sacred pillars he set up. Their heart is false. Now they pay for their guilt. God shall break down their altars and destroy their sacred pillars. If they would say, we have no king, since they do not fear the Lord, what can the king do for them? The king of Samaria shall disappear like foam upon the water. The high places of them shall be destroyed. The sin of Israel, thorns and thistles shall overgrow their altars. Then they shall cry out to the mountains, Cover us, and to the hills fall upon us. Sow for yourself justice. Reap the fruit of piety. Break, upon, break up for yourselves a new field. For it's time to seek the Lord. Will he come and rain down justice upon you? The word of the Lord. The responsorial psalm. Seek always the face of the Lord. Seek always the face of the Lord. Sing to him. Sing his praise. Proclaim all his wondrous deeds. Glory in his holy name. Rejoice, O hearts that seek the Lord. Seek always the face of the Lord. Look to the Lord in his strength. Seek to serve him constantly. Recall the wondrous deeds that he has wrought. His portents and the judgments he has uttered. Seek always the face of the Lord. 
You descendants of Abraham, his servant, sons of Jacob, his chosen one. He, the Lord, is our God. Throughout the earth, his judgments prevail. Speak always the face of the Lord. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus summoned his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and to cure every disease and every illness. The names of the 12 apostles are these. First, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother, John. Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas, and Matthew, the tax collector. James, the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus. Simon, the Canaanian, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed Jesus. Jesus sent out these twelve after instructing them thus, Do not go into pagan territory, or enter a Samaritan town. Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, make this proclamation. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord. We continue this theme of vocation and call with the, uh, the naming of the 12 apostles in, in Matthew's gospel today as he, he picks out 12 from among the group following him um, and names them uh, as leaders among the group of followers. Um, we distinguish them as saying, folk, they've gone from disciples to apostles. Uh, uh, and there's significance in that. A uh, disciple is a follower. Uh, an apostle is a witness. Um, and so he, he calls upon them to do more than just follow along. Uh, he asks them to witness. And it says that, you know, and he didn't just name them. It says he gave them authority. There's, a, there's importance in that statement. Um, they have authority to drive out unclean spirits, to drive out demons. They have authority to cure disease, every illness. Um, this authority is power. Uh, it's a very active sense 
uh, of discipleship. Uh, it's an active part of what their witness is, much more than, than uh, the passive idea of just following along. He does that with more than just these 12. These were the first 12. Um, but there's something in the, the, the authority of giving the name that is where he, can, uh, he, he confers this, uh, this authority, this power. And I want you to think uh, in your own lives uh, about uh, two events uh, when you were called by name. In the sacrament of baptism, you're baptized by name. Um, uh, the priest, the deacon, uh, the nurse, whoever it was who baptized you, poured water on your head and baptized you in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit, but baptized you by name. I baptize you, Michael. I baptize you, John. I baptize you, Mary. I baptize you, Lily. Whatever the name may be, he's calling you by name, just as he called the apostles by name here. Uh, so he's doing more than just washing something away. He's doing the exact same thing here, there that he did here. He's conferring authority upon you and giving you power. The second time this happens is in confirmation. Uh, the second of those uh, sacraments of anointing. Um, here he's recognized your maturity in this and is sending you out truly as an apostle. And uh, one of the marks of doing that is, is not just the oil uh, with which we are anointed, but the fact that the anointing again takes a name, uh, gives us a new name. Uh, he did this with, with Simon. Uh, he gave him the name Petrus, Rock, Peter. Um, he gave him a new name as he sent him out to be his witness. And you might think, well, we get this authority and we get this, uh, this supposedly comes with power. Um, I don't really recognize this going on in my own life. Uh, the vast majority of us have never uh, tried, let alone had to conduct an exorcism. Um, uh, few of us get to lay hands on someone and restore their health, uh, although we do pray for healing for people. But you have more and more power than you may realize. Um, I had an example of that when I was 13 years old. 13 are pretty clueless. Now, I had been confirmed uh, uh, a year or two earlier, so I'd, I'd been called uh, by, by name again, uh, called by a new name, and mine happens to be uh, the author of today's gospel. I took Matthew as my confirmation name. Um, but I never really recognized this authority or thought about the power coming from it. In fact, I was in a state of weakness at this point. Um, I had been getting sick 
very regularly in missing school. And my doctor uh, uh, made a diagnosis. He's in the early stages of rheumatic fever. And I want to put him in the hospital. In those days, the doctors got to just put you in a hospital, he said, because uh, he's a 13-year-old boy. He's not going to stay in bed at home if I tell him to stay in bed. And uh, we've caught this at a very early stage. There's been no permanent impact on his heart or anything else. We want to keep it that way, so I want to put him in a bed. And so he put me in into St. Anne's Hospital in Chicago, where he was chief of staff, actually. Um, and uh, I was like the third or fourth tallest kid in eighth grade. And it turned out I was too tall for the beds in the children's wing of the hospital. So they, uh, to, to find a bed long enough to fit me, meant you had to have uh, an adult room. So I was put in a, a room with a four bed room. The doc put me in there. It would be less expensive than, uh, than a private room or a two bed room. And uh, so I was there with three, three grown men. Um, at St. Anne's Hospital, it's a Catholic hospital in Chicago. And one of the options that was given to me every day was I could receive communion every morning. Uh, one of the priests from a local parish would come over to the hospital every morning, uh, about 5 a.m., I think, um, and distribute communion. So every morning, the nurse would come and shake me awake. And uh, Michael's father's coming to give you communion. And uh, with luck, my eyes would stay open long enough to, to receive. As, uh, he came and held up the Blessed Sacrament of the body of Christ. I said, Amen. He put it on my tongue. He headed off. I uh, did this every day. Um, and uh, on about the 12th or 13th day of this, uh, the man in the bed next to me, a man in his 40s or early 50s, uh, motioned to the priest when he came in to me and whispered something to him. And the priest said yes. And then he went on his way to finish distributing communion through the hospital. Later that day, the priest came back to our room. He'd gone off to his parish, done his mass, whatever had to be done, and came back and went there and pulled the curtain around and sat with this man for about an hour. And I heard a little bit of mumbling, but I, I, I turned up my TV a little louder because um, I recognized what was going on with the sacrament of reconciliation. The man was going to confession. And finally, the priest uh, got up, he whipped back the curtain that separated us and headed off on his way to visit somebody else. Um, uh, the next morning, uh, the man in the bed next to me uh, received communion uh, when I did. Uh, he's the only other person in the room uh, in the, the 30 days that the doc had me laying there. With, uh, someone else received communion. I think it was, uh, he was the only other person that did it. It was just a couple of days, and he himself was discharged, and I had a new neighbor. But that day after he received communion, the, the first day he received communion, uh, he said to me, uh, he's a kid, uh, that was my name to the other three guys in the place, kid, kid, you know, 
It's the first time in 23 years I've been to communion. I said, wow. You know, I was 13 years old. That was 10 years more than I had even been on earth. And he said, uh, uh, yesterday was the first time in 23 years I'd been to confession. And I said, what happened? He says, I don't want to go into that, but I just fell away from all of that. But they, when they, the nurses would try to wake you up every morning, it would wake me. And every morning I saw the priest give you communion. And you receive communion and then fall back asleep. And with luck, I'd fall back asleep too. I saw you receive communion every day. And I said, I want to receive the Lord too. And that's where yesterday when he gave, and gave you communion, I motioned him over. I asked him if he could hear my confession, and he said he'd come back. Thanks, kid. Um, talk about active and passive. You could hardly be more passive a witness than me. Uh, I had trouble keeping my eyes open in the morning uh, to receive communion, but that very act of receiving him was itself a witness. Um, keep that in mind as you think about uh, your prayer life, uh, you're going to church. Um, all of that is an act of witness, and all of that uh, is an act of apostleship. And it carries authority, and it carries power, and it can change the life of someone else in this world. Um, it changed the lives of an untold number of people. For bishops and all who aid their apostolic ministry, we pray to the Lord. For monastics and all who seek God's wisdom and communion life, we pray to the Lord. For those who reach out to those on the margins, we pray to the Lord. For those sent to care for and bring hope to the sick, we pray to the Lord. For all the sick and those that we promise to pray for, especially Father Norm Dixon, Father Mark, Father Jim Gardner, Connor, Peggy, Madeline, James, Raymond, Zach, Louis, Casey, Arira, Steve, Dr. Christopher, Jerry and Karen, Richard, Peter, Bella, Helen, Michael, John, Donna, Class, Grandola, we pray to the Lord. For all those who have passed away in our parish and our loved ones, and especially Father Frederick Dietrich, for whom this Mass is being offered, we pray to the Lord. For all the prayers that we hold in the silence of our hearts, for all those spoken and unspoken, and those in the Book of Intentions, we pray to the Lord. Spoken, unspoken, all of them, knowing that as a loving Father, you will take care of everything we truly need. And so we turn to you with our hopes. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our brother and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, 
one God forever and ever. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. It is a fruit of the earth, the work of human hands. So become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. And blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine, the work of many people, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Pray, my sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all his holy church. May this oblation dedicated to your name purify us, O Lord, and day by day bring our conduct closer to the life of heaven. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your heart. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right then. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for just as through your beloved Son you created the human race, so also through him you with great goodness you formed it anew. And so it is right that all your creatures serve you, and all the redeemed praise you, and all your saints with one heart bless you. Therefore we too extol you with all the angels, as in joyful celebration we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, that they may come for us, the body and blood of our Lord, Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, did his thanks broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. Once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, drink from this. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, 
the other with Francis, our Pope, and Walter, our administrator, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Fred, whom you've called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember all of our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your faith. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her husband, your blessed apostles, Wenceslaus and the martyrs, St. Frederick, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs of eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. The Savior is commanded, formed by divine teaching. Let us raise our voices in the prayer given to us by Jesus himself. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us. Behold the Lamb of God, the only one who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, Lord I have not worthy that you take from my but only say the word in my soul shall be. May the body and blood of Christ keep us safe for eternal life. Amen. Come to me, all who labor and are burdened, and I will refresh you, says the Lord. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that having been replenished by such great gifts, we may gain the prize of salvation and never cease to praise you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. 
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. This Mass is ended. Let us go in peace. Thanks be to God. Thank <clears throat> you.